Welcome back to mm-hmm. The Diva and The Nerd. I am Billy the Nerd. Yep, and I am T the Diva. Because they got all because these Because they have all these predictions and all this stuff, I'm just supposed to be going immediately. And it's like, okay, but I'm not comfortable with you, fam. Haven't we had this conversation? Uh... <laughs> 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 Hey y'all, I guess it wouldn't hurt to hear a few of Queen T's high notes this week. I want to remind everybody to keep supporting my girl Chrishella over at Vibes Creative Art Space. Remember, they offer trap and paint, puff and paint, bachelorette parties, guys, nights out, you name it. Check them out. They're over at the Sherman Phoenix at 3536 West Fond du Lac. Um, and then I also need y'all to support my girl Dilly and her artwork on her Etsy page at Embellished by Dilly. I stopped by there today and I was tempted to empty my wallet on a couple of pieces. Uh, that Racing Thoughts piece, it really caught my eye. So why don't y'all stop through and see if you find any pieces you like for yourself or hit her up at a, and, uh, you know, get you a custom piece. Um, last but not least, my LS Jai started her blog, Connecting with Koo, and the discussions have been intriguing. So check out her group on Facebook. Again, that's Connecting with Koo, and then add your two cents in. You might like it. So, yeah, <laughs> it's raining cats and dogs and mice. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess maybe somebody is playing the game still. I'm guessing that's what's going on. Oh, Jumanji? <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing that's what's happening, that they still playing the game, which is good because they need to wrap this shit up. This shit needs I to swear. be done. No, it was funny because you know, you know how they're talking about the uh, Saharan dust, whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> So when we drove, so when we drove to uh, drop Maddie off in um, Kentucky, yeah, we were standing on the balcony in the hotel room, and so Marcus uh-huh. was like, "What is this?" He because it was like lights around the floor of the balcony. They was fancy, so he was like, "What is this dust stuff in the air?" I said, "I told you the air quality." I told he was right, like, right. "Inside, uh, uh-uh. uh." He was like, "We got to wear masks just to stand outside." <laughs> he was like, "What the hell?" Irritated. <laughs> he was like, What's going on? He's like, they trying to take us out the game. <laughs> COVID not not getting rid of enough people, I guess, for them. They the the stimulus, they you know, that none nothing is working. So now it's like, okay, well fuck it. Just turn on the turn on the weather machine, get a yeah, dust shit. They don't do tornadoes and stuff. They don't know what to do with the fucking dust cyclone in America. Just <laughs> pull that shit in there and then send the locusts. Like just just send, just send, do all that shit. Out. The fuck out take them out. Take them out. They trying to take us out for real. For no, real. But for real. Yeah, mm. but we back, y'all. We are back with the diva and the nerd. Um, it's Queen T. <laughs> I am Dilly the Nerd. <clears throat> yes, and I was sitting here scrolling down my timeline and I saw somebody post a meme. It said, Is this sex weather or nap weather? And I guess that really depends on like if you're single. 
or if you got to a side piece. Oh. That depends on your age. Because I instantly was like, man, I want to nap right fucking now. I don't give a damn about I'm also single. So it's like, yeah, but I mean, even, even still, I guess, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just No, you good. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how you're right. I walked in on my son. I thought I saw him. <laughs> I was like, my bad, my bad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that is a fear of mine. Because I got to Let me stop. He's going to be mad. He's going to come in here like, mom. let me quit let me quit no it really do it depends i guess it really depends on shit what you got going on because shit them thunder the little boom that i heard i was scared i was gonna go i'm like do i gotta close the window do i gotta the window closed already like shit that's that shit loud as hell I know the the thunder where uh, it's not well. Yeah, it is thunder. The thunder where like cracks and stuff. Yeah. That, that, that one that freaks me out pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it's scary. I'd be scared. We was driving to um, we went to Kentucky oh. this weekend. So we was mm-hmm. driving. We got to like I want to say somewhere in Indiana. It wasn't quite Indianapolis, but you know that long stretch mm-hmm. of road where it's just yeah, like farm. Mm-hmm. It just start pouring raining to where you can't see okay. nothing, and we was just look. We just looked at each other like, "Come on, seriously, right. <laughs> like it's gonna be eighty five degrees and rain, just <laughs> rain and thunder." Like, Ooh. I'm sick of it. Like, I'm over it. I'm done. I just come on now. Can we please have summer, please? <laughs> like y'all done took away everything else about the year. Like, just come on, at least have, give us the weather, if nothing else. Yeah, the weather would at least be nice because it's not like we can get no, you know what, get no fo- what a farm food, festival food. We can't right. get no state fair food. I don't really fuck with Summerfest like that, only because right. it'd be an abundance of drunk people, and like mm-hmm. when I usually go to places, I usually have my kids. So yeah. I don't want to go where it's a whole bunch of drunk people falling over drunk, pouring beer on you and stuff like that, but I mean, at least with State Fair, it's big enough or was to where you could have some space. It don't be super crowded like Summerfest. Mm-hmm. But even now, as big as State Fair grounds are, they still was like, nah, we got to cancel it. Like, damn, that's wild. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's just like, see, there go the thunder right there. Right oh, yeah, yeah. The and then all those acts from Summerfest, like Khaled. I like Khaled, and I think he was supposed to come to Summerfest. Oh, yeah. yeah, so they postponed a lot of those acts and stuff, stuff too. And that's what's in the uh, eighty-five South show. Mm-hmm. Me, uh, me, and my girl supposed to go. No, they they postponed it. I was like, no, I really wanted to see them. I was, I'm glad though that I didn't buy the meet and greet tickets because mm-hmm. even if they were to have the show, I don't know if they're gonna be doing meet and greets no more. Mm-hmm. You ain't, they ain't meet and greet what? They're not going to be shaking nobody. Right. Yeah, yeah no, taking pictures. Yeah, that was real cool. Yeah. People, they would take pictures with people, all that. I, I, yeah, they're not going to have that no more. That's crazy. None of that shit happening. Yes, mm-hmm. that's over with. That shit <clears throat> over with. What are you, Um, what did you do for the weekend? What did you do? How um, was the weekend in Wisconsin? What did, wait, what did I do? Wait, what did you say? I said, what did you do for the weekend? How was the weather in Wisconsin? You know, oh, yeah, that's right. Because you was out of town. Um, This is so bad. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember oh, what happened this weekend. Not because I, was dr- I wasn't drunk. Or I mean, nothing happened. Oh, no, no. It was real nice on Sunday. It was really, really nice on Sunday. I ended up going to the park for a little bit at Water Park. And I didn't realize at Water Park, um, I think I've only been there like one other time. 
Mm-hmm. And I guess at Water Park, it used to always throw me off because it was like, okay, it's a park, but it's right off of Capitol and Lake Drive, like the smallest part. But no, it's like you got to take mm-hmm. these steep ass stairs. And then it's like a beach down there. It's not like, it's not like Bradford Beach is not that big, yeah. but the water is a lot clearer at, at Water Park. Versus Bradford Beach, where it'd be looking like the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yep, it's still nice though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been down there. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So they have. Um, they have. It's it's really nice. Um, this like I mean I I have to say this the stairs are updated. I don't know if anybody was at at water at water park before, but I think the stairs were really raggedy, but they're a lot better now. And they have an area where you could take the kids and then um. It's just, I don't know, I guess it's really nice and considering like, and it's free. So it's like considering, and they have lifeguards on duty too. So considering like, you know, the pools are closed and there's literally nothing else to do with the kids. um, That's like a good uh, fun activity. I guess I'm doing mom things now, but um, we was the drive-in too. There's Mm drive-in in in Franklin over there where that, uh, I think it's a ski hill or whatever, where people be sledding down. It's a really, it's it's a baseball park. Yep. So it's a drive-in over there. So um, it's $35 for the whole car. So that's not bad because, you know, if I pay three tickets for three people, that's close to it. So, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, other than that, I don't think that there was, I can't remember. Oh, Saturday was super, super hot. It was stupid hot. It was real hot. And um, when it's hot outside, I try not to go outside until like five o'clock, like on the weekend. <laughs> like if I don't have to go out, I don't go out. Um, what I will say though is me and my sister tries. Oh, my sister uh, finished her dissertation for her doctorate. Yay. I'm sorry. Don't ask me what it is. It's about African studies. I don't want to mess up the whole thing. It's a yeah. very long, you know, phrase, but I will say that it centers around that. So she, um, she completed that. Uh, we went, we tried to go to Heaven's Door Barbecue. I might be okay. messing up the name. And we tried to go there on Sunday, but they was closed. But they said okay. they was open. But I heard it was really good. It's in that um, collective. What is it called? Something collective over off of Farwell North Avenue. I'm just throwing a whole bunch of Milwaukee stuff in here now. But um, it's supposed to, I mean, the food looked really good and stuff on the website, but they was closed. So, and, you know, that brings me to a question. Are there any good barbecue spots in Milwaukee? Because I know you're not originally from here, but some people say Speed Queen. But I remember the last time I went to Speed Queen, it was gross. And I know that was like in late 90s or whatever, and I'm 34 years old almost. But I remember because my mom complained about how they had must have just boiled the meat and put the sauce on there. Mm. So I ain't had Speed Queen since. But no, I can't see my face, but yeah. I don't. <laughs> um. Are there any good spots in Milwaukee? To be honest with you, I have not had anything that I would shout out, shout out. Yeah. If you know me, for those of you who know me, you know I would just go in there and do it myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um in all honesty, I just the place that me and you ate at, um, it was, and it was, that was a Jamaican spot. That wasn't even a barbecue oh, spot. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. don't know any actual, like, barbecue or soul food places in Milwaukee that I would shout out to say, like, oh, yes, go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may have been a time where I had something in particular that was like, this was okay for this time, but I don't mm-hmm. know any place that I would recommend to go there every time. Because 
maybe I had it another time and then it wasn't that great. If that makes right. sense. No, that makes sense because there's one place I could think of in particular. I will not say the name because I'm not like that. Yeah. I remember I used to order from there and it was so good. And then about a month ago, me and my sister and the kids went and it was horrible. I don't know. Yeah, see. And I don't know. Like, Consistency I feel like sometimes, is a problem. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people will sell the business or, you know, it gets passed down and people don't be having the same drive for it. They just see it as yeah. a money machine. But like, well, the name is already out there. People gonna come here regardless. But it's like, yeah, but the food quality here has like died. Like, what the fuck happened? Like, y'all not season or nothing this is box smack like you know damn well that <laughs> macaroni is not acceptable for us yeah. it's not macaroni is everything you gotta have that shit man <sighs> we don't leave it alone we talk food all the time but <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah we, we like to eat as y'all can see we like mm-hmm. to eat so um but nothing else major went on this weekend it's just a sh- it's just a you know pandemic is still going on yeah speaking of so we went to okay so we went to we actually went to cincinnati and then okay. if anybody knows if anybody know or if is familiar with like cincinnati it's like right on the border of kentucky it's not far from like lexington look i'm, I'm getting into my country boys it's not far from lexington and like louisville and like you know that area yeah, <clears throat> it's like this circle, um, and then it's like a whole bunch of like Kentucky counties or cities or whatever, small cities and stuff like that. But it's very little. It's like a little country area. Um, mm, okay, it's like a small city, like a little country city. So anyway, we went there, and that's where we stayed over there. We met um, my mother and my sister in law there to uh, get mm-hmm. my daughter. So mm-hmm. it, it was very different in terms of how they are handling the pandemic. Uh, so I don't want to moment like we we went to the store because we went to go get some stuff to just like clean the room up um nobody (laughs) so we went to get some stuff to clean the room up real quick or whatever and nobody had on masks nobody Mm -hmm. got gloves on like you trying to hand me money like change back and almost just dropped it on the ground like no I don't want this. Like, where are your gloves? Where when is the last time? Oh my gosh, money! I'm so sorry. You know, I'm I'm really ran. I'm not to cut you off. No, because money. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, money. I can't even think of the last time I had money. Like money, money, like physical money. Yeah, but I oh, just so wow. happened because it was something I needed for like it was like five dollars. It wasn't even yeah. like a full five, but right. it was like and it was giving me like some change back, and I was like, oh, I can use this five or whatever. And you handed me money with your bare hands. And I looked and you tried to touch my hand with your, oh, <laughs> what oh, you wow. doing? They don't have masks on, like nothing. And it was just like, what is going on here? So I was talking to somebody and they was like, they feel like because they in small, you know what I mean? Them people that live in them small, oh. them small, they feel like, hey, we good. And I'm like, you keep talking about that second wave. And I'm like, man, I hate to see it when it hit them. I hate. I be freaking people out with that. I be like, the second wave is coming. I bet they'd be like, this bitch just need a sign and it's sit on the corner. That's all she got left. But it's, it's, it's. I think it's terrifying because at first, well, this is my thing. This is my theory. I know we talk about COVID a lot, and I'm not gonna try to be on it or whatever. But like, this is what's going on. So, with the pandemic, right? 
Mm-hmm. A lot of there's reports that's coming out that make sense that says that people were Americans likely got the pan, the the coronavirus COVID nineteen back in like yeah. November December, which yeah. makes perfect sense because a lot of people were like sick. There were people that I remember that lost family members around that time or, yeah. or, or like right before the federal government finally stepped in and was like, okay, we know this pandemic is happening. We're going to suggest so we'll shut down, blah, 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 whatever. Right. I kid you not. When I was at work, the last, like the last two weeks that we were physically in the office, the week before last, half the office called in because yeah. and then they kept saying it was like, oh, everybody got the flu. I'm like, like that? It was like yep. 10 people. I was like, so everybody is sick and I was like are you okay I'm like I'm yeah I'm, I'm fine and I even came home and took like a couple shots of Vicks or whatever mm-hmm. like just trying to be, ca- be precautious or whatever and stuff like that but I remember there was a um I think there was a blood drive that happened and there was like a food or something like they people were sharing food and stuff like that and I mean no shade to anybody who work with or nothing like that or whatever but it's like it obviously wasn't nobody social distancing at that time so yeah. it could have been real easy to pass something off if if there was somebody was carrying it so I really feel like a lot of people had it already and um or or I won't say most people but a lot of people were diagnosed with it incorrectly because they kept yeah. telling people they had the flu and it's like no nah. had like an upper respiratory infection yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. right so when it comes back around and it's had time to mutate it's just i mean honestly y'all just just please be careful because now you know they're saying it causes blood clots and kidney failure and all this other stuff like this shit is is mad scary and i think my my Ooh. sister mentioned that the spanish flu back in like the early 1900s lasted for like two years because mm-hmm. you know so you know just just make sure that y'all y'all give yourself to i mean like honestly going to going out and hanging out with people like that it ain't it ain't that much worth it it ain't worth blood clots i'm sorry i'm no. <laughs> i'm good on that no and people i mean a lot of it i ain't gonna get into it. i'm not a medical person yeah. or anything but you know just take care of yourself that's all i was gonna right. say <laughs> i just i didn't want to get all into it <clears throat> just mm-hmm. everybody take care of yourself right y'all know what to do mm-hmm. y'all know what to do one thing i did i have like seeing though um mm-hmm. and, and y'all know we good for jumping right into it <laughs> but one thing i have like seeing um and we kind of we've been on this topic for a little bit and that's because i'm trying to promote positivity <laughs> i want everybody to be positive i know there's a lot of people have had a like my friends and you, I mean, you're my friend too. Um, mm-hmm. but like there's people around us have been like real anxious because we sitting in the house and this stuff is going on. So people be real anxious. And I don't mean anxious, just regular, like, Ooh, I'm anxious. I'm ready. Like anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of anxiety. So I like to talk about positive things to keep everybody's minds somewhere good. But so something that I have like seeing is like love and, and like just positivity down my timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't know if it's because, you know, like I said, we've been sitting in the house or whatever, which mm-hmm. is funny because out and about in the streets, y'all get your ass in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I know we all tired of sitting in the house, but so I do like seeing the love and things like that when I'm scrolling down my timeline. I know mm-hmm. like one of the things um, that happens like when um, my husband and I were on our way back, uh, we were talking about like family and family dynamics mm-hmm. and one of the conversations that we had was like around um, just us talking about uh like his role in his family like his family dynamics and how he because he's like mm-hmm. the baby in the family so if i can break that down mm-hmm. for me he's the baby in his family 
um, period, not just in his household, but like period mm-hmm. with like his aunt, you know, everything. Whereas mm-hmm. like in my family, I'm like the oldest. I'm like the big cousin, which is weird. You know, it's weird. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah, and we talk about things. Um, and he brings his perspective about leadership and things as a family. I look at, we look at things totally different. We look at, you know, relationships, everything. We look at them from two completely different perspectives. Um, mm-hmm. But I like to read things about um, love, relationship, commitment, all this. I like reading and seeing things like that on my timeline because mm-hmm. it's interesting to have, to be able to have those conversations with my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we were talking about that, it got me to thinking about just where I am now and, um, I made sure to, <laughs> I had to make sure to let my husband know, like, I didn't want him to feel like when I said this, what I'm about to say, I didn't want him to feel like I was telling him, like, I didn't want to be with him. It was just, he really made me think like he really, really made me think, um, he got me to really seriously thinking about our situations and how sometimes when we're on, um, when we choose certain paths in life, how we end up mm-hmm. in situation, not really, not really realizing how how we got into that situation. If you okay, know, yeah. mm-hmm. the word, um, how we take certain roles. And he was just basically telling a story about, he was just telling a story about his life, his experience mm-hmm. in black college. And he get mad when I say this, he's like, you ain't got to tell everybody that, but he cheered in college instead of playing. Like he was a football player, but when he had many ACL. And so, mm-hmm. so he ended up cheering or whatever in college and staying mm-hmm. and he went to black college. So he was talking about that experience and, uh, the community and all of that stuff. And it goes on with everything that's going on now with like protests and all this. So he was just talking about just that experience of cheering and how it brought together a lot of the students. Um, just all of that. Just mm-hmm. being, We talked about that. Um, and I was like, man, I wish I would have been to a black college. I, you know, I wish I would have went like I wanted to and da, 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 whatever. And I wonder what would have happened if I would have went, you know, and all of that stuff. And it, it got me to just thinking about just my life in general, where I am now and, all of that stuff, but it leads you to those conversations. And it even led us to the conversations like Aisha Curry. And you remember what she said about like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. like, yes, us talking about that led us to all different kinds of stuff. Cause uh-huh. because of what I said, um, but so he started talking about that, like Aisha Curry. And when she had made the comment about her wanting to be in my, I don't, I don't remember what she said because I didn't actually see the interview. When it happened, I kind of just read a lot of the comments and stuff surrounding the interview. But he even brought up the conversation about Aisha Curry and her whole thing of wanting to be, what did she say, um, admired by other men or she would like to Oh, how, yeah, how she, you know, she sees, to, to paraphrase, how she sees uh, her husband, Steph Curry, be so like people like women being um not a matter but like attractive to him and like glorifying him and stuff like that and or wanting him and she just caught she basically said that you know well I'm a wife and I'm a mother and it'll be nice sometimes to just kind of I guess I'm paraphrasing like okay to be admired <laughs> that to be admired in that way you know to get attention from from other men that are that aren't her husband basically that's what she was saying Okay, so we talked about that because yeah. I said that he was just like, why y'all, why do married women always feel like they need to get attention? Why do y'all, you know, why? And I was like, no, it's not that. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think she was saying, he's like, you didn't watch the interview, so you can't, you can't speak on her behalf. <laughs> <laughs> you can't speak on her behalf. And I was like, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not trying to speak on her behalf. I'm just saying mm-hmm. sometimes as a married woman, you know, mm-hmm. you do have those, you do have those regrets or not even regrets. You just have those second you know you look back and just be like yeah 
life would have been like if, if right. And so sometimes I do step back and want to know, like from single women, you know, how do you guys view? How do you guys perceive, you know, when women, when women who are married or who are in relationships, like how do you guys per- perceive commitment in, um, just relationships overall versus the way married women, you know, perceive commitment in relationships overall. And it was interesting because, yeah. um, and I want to shout out who, and I kind of shouted her out in my high notes at the beginning of the episode, because she had even ended up hosting like, um, a conversation starter in her group about like marriage, uh, with our grandparents versus like marriage now, like the difference, mm-hmm. in, like the difference then versus the difference now, why are, you know, why are marriages, the way they are now versus the way they were then. So mm-hmm. um, to our listeners, if you have a chance, you know, check out what some people had to say in mm-hmm. you know, her group too, because that, it was funny because I was even reading that as me and him are talking and I'm like, this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what people had to say, but like, how do you as a single woman perceive commitment? What is your idea of um, what you see in your life? You know, if you were to get into a marriage um. and I know we had even touched on it again with like Sade as well you know what's your yeah what's your what's your perspective on that I'm just thinking the friend of my mind like man I'm not gonna be going through no bullshit I just yeah. <laughs> and I don't I don't mean I, I know it seems like I'm pessimistic but it's like <clears throat> um you get you almost get half and half so mm-hmm. what I say is like, okay, you get, you get guys that, you know, come into your life and they, they're willing to commit to you, maybe kind of, but you have to do everything exactly their way. And <clears throat> that's not going to work for me because I believe in self-love and self-esteem and I'm not going to, um, like, I'm not going to like, I can compromise like that's, that's, that's fine. But that's different from kind of just like losing yourself. That it is completely different from losing yourself in order to hold on to a person. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't agree with that. So it, it's half of that. And then the other half is kind of like, okay, maybe this can work, but you know, and, and your ideologies and everything else is cool. Um, but you know, I think, which is maybe not a little not too nonchalant about like, eh, if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. I think <clears throat> if I were to, um, as far as, as far as the question is posed though, I think for commitment, I think it has to be like, it has to be a good mix of compromise. It has to be a good mix of, um, it can't just be one person's uh, highway, their way or the highway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would not want a partner who feels like that in order to keep me around or if they want to be with me, that they just kind of have to do whatever it is that, you know, I say or do stuff that only I want to do. That's not going to work. So, um, I feel like at this state and age commitment means, you know, it's different from like when you, and you're, when you're younger, um, because the older you get, you know, if you're a responsible adult, the more that you acquire. As far as like a head, uh, uh, a higher credit score, um, you acquire more residual income, um, you know, a ho- housing car, stuff like that. So you automatically want to 
be with someone who has that in place or is like, really close to getting it in place or something like that and you know has a, a decent job and things of that sort so I guess that would be I almost sound like it's more like a business acquisition or business promotion. but if but like the older you get you don't want to go through struggle love with somebody I don't want to be 45 years old and I have to worry about my health and also how we're gonna pay the bills I'm not gonna do all of that right. I understand that things come about things happen but I feel like as an adult to be constantly struggling all the time and it's not because of various outside factors it's because just because of poor like um decision making that's unacceptable so um, I guess it's a mix of, of, of that for me, um, more than it used, especially when, for me, when I was younger, it used to be more like, oh, well, I just really need to be attracted to this person, like sexually or, or oh, lustful or whatever, you know what I'm saying? The older you get, you'd be like, you know what? Um, I don't really need to know what that mouth do, but can your hands, <laughs> can you massage my legs? Because yeah. I've been walking and my quads hurt, or can you grease my scalp? Can you wash my hair? You know what I'm saying? Like all that other stuff is good and fine, Dandy. Because believe me, I mean, whatever. That's that'll be fine. But yeah. I just need to know you could do other things. Yeah, because <laughs> I think it begs the question. Like, and I think it begs the question for some people of why, why some men and maybe even women, but yeah. why some men ended up having more than one family. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. maybe, uh-huh. You know, maybe there was needs that they overlooked because, you know, let's, let's, and you know, I kind of talk, I, I be thinking fast because <laughs> you mm-hmm. got to think about it. For some people, when you get married, when you're young, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with getting married when you're young. Right. I don't mm-hmm. like there's anything wrong with that. When you talk about commitment and marriage and all of that stuff, and whatever, um, whatever it is that people are deciding to do, because some people wasn't even married. Uh, they were really just cohabitating. They would say they were married. So when you talk about mm-hmm. marriage, commitment, whatever, um, mm-hmm. think about what some people do when they're younger. It's that puppy. It's that, oh, this right. is my first love. This is mm-hmm. my, and you just stand with that person because this is all you know, right? Right, right. So as you get older and you guys start going through things and you start, and your relationship starts to become tested in ways that you didn't even realize it would be tested in. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just stay because that's what they're comfortable with, not because they're actually happy, right? Not because, yeah. it's, and and I'm not saying this in a bad way, so I don't want some of you guys to get discouraged and be like, uh-uh, I don't know what she's talking about, because I don't mean that in a bad way, because mm-hmm. um, kind of like what me and Sade talked about, love c- kind of does become a choice, and you can choose to say, you know what, I'm going to love this person regardless, um, and that's okay too, but for some people who are staying just because they don't know anything else, um, think about like what I just said before, how the conversation started, how you start to shoulda, woulda, coulda, um, and so for those people who are shoulda, woulda, cutting, um, you think about, you know, what if I did make the decision to do this? What if I did make the decision to do that? Um, and that to do this, to do that, do, do, ah, to do this and to do that was bettering yourself in a certain way. Um, if you got, if you remember when Sade was talking about, you know, do you know how to wash your own dishes? Do you know how to wash your own clothes? Do you know how to, like you talking about Billy, you know, greasing your scalp, things like that. Um, when you consider all those other things, it's kind of like, what is it that's best for you? 
you know, taking into account what's best for you, taking into account what's best. And some people will call it being selfish, but sometimes we do got to be a little selfish so that we can be happy. So both of us can be happy. You know what I mean? So I guess that's where the point that I'm getting to. Sometimes mm -hmm. in these relationships um, when they're younger, um, because of that puppy love, um, but as you get older and some of those other needs that are important, like you said, finances and um, health and all that stuff, when those things become important and that person can't help you fulfill that stuff, it's kind of like, ooh, what you going to do? It's a major turnoff. Let me let me tell you, the minute you, you go, so you, I mean, since you're going to get real tired of, of paying the bill, it's going to be like, okay, the first time we went and we was, we was friends but then it's like this nigga don't never have the bill like we not even at nowhere expensive we at shake shack like what's the like we you know what i'm saying like something has got to give and i'm not trying to downplay nobody i understand things happen but you want somebody who if if, if you're struggling and if struggle love is your thing because some people just really just like to go against the grain and not be responsible to a certain extent to where it's somehow it's all with the world is always down on them. It's never their fault or whatever. Then you should find somebody like that. That's what I mean. Like find somebody who is comfortable in the same space that you're that you're in. If y'all want to do that together, then hey, that is perfectly fine. But I'm telling you, the older you get, the more you can be like, oh no, uh uh, mm -mm. like the world is out literally to get all of us. If you have not turned on the TV, <laughs> if you ain't been seeing what's going on on social media, like it ain't been real cool to, to do anything really. So the last thing I want to do when I get home is to be in a war zone. I don't want to come yeah. home and it be a whole bunch of tension. I don't want to come home and the whole house is just filthy because this nigga like, well, I pay all the bills and right. you need to clean up the house. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like I get it, their roles, you know, whatever. But I guess my point is just it has to be compromised. I, I've never been married, but I would, I would, I would assume that if somebody found it, found me good enough to be their wife, that I would have to compromise on some stuff and yeah. on some things, and I'm okay with that because I know that the guy that if I meant to be with somebody would know that it's not going to be a compromise. It's going to be like some shit like, Oh, well your kids got to go live with their dad. I'm like, no, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Nope. You can go like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, I guess that's just, that's just how I see it. But as far as the point where, um, uh, men back in the day having more than one family that came from a couple things. It came from my penis. It came from men being the, primary breadwinner. Oh, yeah. And women not having a lot of pull as far as like, I, I hate to say this. I know I don't want to sound ridiculous. I know men hate this word, but child support not being a whole big thing. Mm -hmm. And then child support came into play and then shit kind of turned around a little bit. Or the fact that women's rights came about yeah. and women had more um, access to the workplace, um, mm -hmm. more rights in the workplace and stuff like that. Um, and because social media didn't exist. Nobody was getting caught up. Not even the telephone, no like that. Nobody was getting caught up because, you know, Barbara called Shirley with her man. Like, well, nothing <laughs> like that was happening. So, um, yeah. you know, men could have a family 20 miles away from the house because how are we going to get there? How are yeah. we going to see? Are you right. How are we going to know? <laughs> how are we going to know? We ain't going to know. How are we going to know? <laughs> nothing. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. So no, you're right. You got a point with that one. Um. So it was funny. I saw a couple memes. So I want to bring these up. Um. And talk about them a little bit. The first one, mm-hmm. which is, it's not really because I want to talk about healing a little bit. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you, for women who aren't married, how do you and want to and want to be in relationships? Um. That's who we're talking to. The women who want to be. Because if you don't want to be, it doesn't really matter, right? But so for the women who want to be, some of us need to heal, right? Um, and so how do you heal, right? One of the um, memes that I have saw said, never trust your tongue when your heart is bitter. Hush until you heal. Now that goes for all of us. That ain't, that's not yeah. just woman because we can right. be into argument. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and you want to say some shit that have, have y'all just beefed out or whatever. And yeah, that's that. That uh, quote can go to anybody, but as far as healing, I think that's just in general. Mm-hmm. When you're upset with somebody, it's easy to just talk shit. Yeah, <laughs> some hurtful stuff to people. So, um, mm-hmm. not even in the context of, not even in the context of you and the person you're hurt that or mm-hmm. that hurt you, but in the context of I'm hurt, and so I say things because I'm hurt. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's just when I read that, that's the way I took it. We have to mm-hmm. be careful about the things that we we say to the people just because we're hurt, period. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I got out of that. Um, but the one that I found that was really good, this one was really good. Um, and it was mm-hmm. saying, guilt can trick you into overextending yourself and trigger you to act from a place of insecurity. It can make it really hard to hold yourself accountable for your own boundaries. Um, and then the end of it says, be kind to yourself and keep practicing. But the part I want to talk about is the part before that guilt can trick you into overextending yourself and trigger you to act from a place of insecurity. Um, and I think for me, that quote talks speaks to a lot of people who are filled with a lot of anxiety, because when we when we get into situa- situations with people where we feel like we're guilty or um, and not guilty, like, oh, I'm guilty. I did it. But like guilty, like I'm somebody maybe made maybe made you feel a certain type of way or yeah um, something happened something happened like a situation took place mm-hmm. you know and now you're feeling guilty like maybe that person isn't responding to you or you know and so you're like damn what happened did I do something mm-hmm. or whatever that guilt can really make you feel insecure about yourself um, I don't know what do you think about that I think that. Um I, I think you have a point. And I think for me personally dealing with um, anxiety and I'll just say me, pers- me personally doesn't necessarily um, correlate to anybody else, but there have been times where maybe you overthink a situation mm-hmm. and like a situation happened and maybe you feel like they didn't, this person may have not even said that you offended them or anything like that or, or, or you actually did anything, but you feel like something you feel guilty about something that you did rather it be awkward or it just was out of place or out of touch or you were wrong about something. And they kind of may have just brushed it off like, Oh, they tripping or, or not even that you were tripping. They just didn't even pay it no mind. Mm-hmm. And now like you feel guilty about it and your anxiety is getting the best of you. So now you overthink it a million times. And so then instead of maybe it, or, or you know, you'll apologize for it. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. I didn't even think about it like that. And then you kind of overextend yourself. So um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to that person, 
you'll overextend like your availability, your time, um, things that you you offer to do for them, stuff like that. Um, I would say, depending on the person, if it's somebody who truly loves you, a friend, a relative, or a romantic mm-hmm. partner, they're gonna be like, listen, it's fine, it's okay, I'm not upset, or you know, like we got over it, it's okay, it's cool, you're okay. You know what I'm saying? They're going mm-hmm. to be the type of person who will, they're not going to take advantage of it. Because some people be like, well, yeah, because I really didn't appreciate it or something like that, whatever. Yeah. Or they know that you're doing all this extra stuff and they're not giving any effort on their end for whatever it is. You have to be careful of that because people will take advantage of, you know, your insecurity when it comes to those anxiety ep- episodes that, that people have. And this happened to me in the past, but, you know, like, now, um, one thing I try to practice is, especially at work, especially right now, is like looking at a situation like, hmm, how is this going? This person is is going a little left for this minor issue. It's a minor problem. So I'm just going to respond as regular, especially for something that I know that is within my control and I can fix it. It's always best to not even uh, to, you know, fall into their mayhem because it's just going to keep going up. It's just going to boil over or it's going to get bigger and bigger for no reason yeah so yeah that's you make a really good point and i think um a lot of times we got to try to and this is because i've experienced some anxiety and Mm -hmm. now i know how it feels because i used to be like i don't know how it feels (laughs) yeah and now i haven't now that i've got a little taste of what it feel like um, it's easier said than done to, uh, right. So what I was going to say was, you know, we got to focus on the positive, try to be positive. And that's way easier said <laughs> than done. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we do. Sometimes we really do got to try to be like, let me think of something good or let me go play a game or something. Like you do, you really yeah. do try to focus. You on know, something. what is, um, is a good thing. Like if I have a friend who's like reaching out to me or, um, maybe somebody posts something, I've had a horrible day or something, nothing yeah. seems to go right. And it's just like, well, I don't, what I'll try to do is, um, I'm, I'm always trying to, you know, I guess self-educate myself or, or become more self-actualized when it comes to stuff like that. It's not like, well, you just have to focus on, um, the positive, but that can be subjective. Yes. So then I just be like, okay, well, I hope you find a moment of happiness today. Yes. Just a moment. I hope that you yes. find a ho- a moment of relief or, you know, I understand how you feel or, you know, I know where you're coming from or something like that. But I feel like just responding with, I, I hope you find a moment of happiness today um, is, you know, is maybe sometimes a little bit more realistic for some people, depending on where they're coming from. Yeah. Because a moment of happiness could be a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> it could be for it could real. Be food. It could, it could be some food. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because you can go down a rabbit hole real fast. So I'm yeah. for real. So people out there that experience it all the times. I was like, well, I don't know what it feels like. I'm holding up the fist. <laughs> the black power fist. <laughs> I for real. I had it. I experienced it. And it's not, you can't sleep. Like I'm just sharing some symptoms because. I realize, especially to our black women, because and the reason I'm bringing this up because is because black women, we don't. I've seen this down my timeline, too. We don't get enough attention paid to it sometimes to us. It's symptoms yeah. of anxiety and things like that in our health care and things like that. And so I did want to pay tribute to it. I did want to shout it out. 
um, because I'm aware of it now. Um, I could say I was aware of it before, but I did not know how it felt. Um, and so now knowing what some of the symptoms are and having experienced it, truly experienced it, um, I can say I don't wish that on my worst enemy um, at all. So what Dilly just shared, you know, things like that, that's truly appreciated for real, because that is, it's hard. It is really, really hard when you experience true anxiety. It's truly hard. Like you can't sleep, like to be laying in the bed, looking up at the ceiling, like I just yeah. want to go to sleep. Like you laugh and you joke about it afterwards, but in that moment, it's hard. It is hard. It's very, very hard. So, and then you going through everything that went wrong that day or mm -hmm. that week and just, you know, it's like agony is pure. Yeah, agony. it is. Yeah. Pure agony. Mm -hmm. So Very shout true. out to everybody who experiences that on a regular basis. You know, I, I, I can truly say I empathize and sympathize with you all now for real, mm -hmm. for real. So healing, I, I spoke of healing and I brought healing up, um, especially that, um, that quote about guilt and things like that, because it is important to set boundaries for ourselves before we can move on and be in relationships, not just relationships of marriage and boyfriend, girlfriend, things like that, but just relationships, healthy relationships in general in life. Cause it's hard. Cause you will, you will worry about every little thing. Um, when you, when you have that guilty feeling and, and it is, it's hard to set boundaries before your for yourself and with others. Um, when you have those feelings. So that, that one really, really, really stuck out to me. It really did. I think it's hard when you have anxiety too, is to remember when you have boundaries, not to cross them or mm -hmm. don't let people cross your boundaries just because you want a sense of, you know, that you did something right. And you're willing to don't be willing to um, break those boundaries though. Cause that's not, that's not yeah. going to help. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, yeah, I agree. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I um, what I was going to say, I was going to say, I appreciate, I truly appreciate you sharing that, the um whole, would you say, I hope you find a moment of happiness today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling that quote, because that's, that's the best, that is the best way to, uh, you can pose that question to yourself. Right. You can even say that to yourself. You can write mm -hmm. it. To yourself. You can write it like if you have a journal or something. I think mm -hmm. uh, tells people to have a journal and manifest. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. That's something you manifest challenge, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. So you can write that to yourself. Just say, I hope mm -hmm. you find a moment of happiness. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, I don't care if it's a little Debbie snack. <laughs> Go get right. your little Debbie snack. Mm -hmm. Eat it. Go get you an ice cream, something. Mm hmm. If you on a diet, you trying to go vegan or something, some go get you a little smoothie or something, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that can be your moment of happiness, whatever. But yes, I totally, I like that. I love it. Totally love it. Well, thank you. I stole it from someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy a list of some, she stole it from, I sure did. I stole it from hey. Instagram. I don't know who it was. If I find out. I think it was just one of those things, those posts where it's like, you know, don't do this when you're trying to help somebody. Maybe try this is a, a little bit better to say. And because mm -hmm. you, you kind of don't think about um, some terms and phrases can be condescending, but we don't mean it to be. So mm -hmm. by saying it, it and it's kind of like, well, um, just just that in itself, like, well, you just need to stay positive. It's like, bitch, I am depressed. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you know what this means? Like, it's a chemical imbalance. I understand. I am a functional, not me particular, but there's people who are functional depression. You know, they're yeah. So it's like you just telling people, well, just stay, you know, just stay positive. You just got to stay on the good. That's I think it's an old school type of thing to say that to try Mm -hmm. to like. Um, I understand that spirituality and religion is important to everyone. And I, I get that. No disrespect. But some people just constantly saying, older generation saying, well, you know, you could just pray it away. No, you can't just pray it away, though. You I have to also I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, hey, that would be great. That would change a lot of stuff. If I could just if I could just pray away this anxiety and this belly fat. Hey, I would be elated. <laughs> y'all, let me tell y'all something. Speaking of belly fat, let me tell y'all how I lost six inches off my belly. <laughs> wow, six inches. And that no, and it was not from uh, it wasn't all from working out. I'm I ain't gonna say that. I'm not gonna say it wasn't from working out because I was working out and eating good, but mm-hmm. anxiety will do that to you. I <laughs> oh yeah. It will. That's yeah, that's true. Oh, for real. And I ain't gonna say, I don't want nobody listening like, oh, no, she depressed. No, no. I was working out and eating and eating healthy, too. But I had to throw that in there because you really will get to a point where you be like, you know, I'm just not going to eat that today. <laughs> for real. It's wild. For real. Sure will. You really will. Like, you know, I'm just going to leave that alone today. <laughs> I don't need that. And end up it end up being seventeen days, and like, um, what did you regularly eat? And you know, I just be um, I had some toast and a piece of fruit, and they'd be like, "Girl, what else?" Like, Man, I'm gonna need you to eat something else. <laughs> you're in a whole adult, and it's not even because you're trying to starve yourself. You won't have an appetite. You just don't have an appetite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you won't have an appetite. Be like, oh, I'm okay. Mm-hmm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just saying, I said all that to say that I, I can truly empathize and sympathize with y'all. And I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. I'm being transparent, y'all. I don't know where it came from. Like, there's nothing in particular that happened. <laughs> I think it's just really, like I said, just sitting in the house. Like, we're just sitting in the house, y'all. So find yeah. something that, that is safe to do. You know, um, I'm I'm lucky to have a backyard and I finally got my fire pit up and so I can go sit back there and like, you know, oh, that's you know mm-hmm. s'mores or whatever, even if it's by myself or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody, you know, my husband or, you know, just somebody who I don't mind, I trust to come over here who's been over here already. Um, oh, y'all found a fire pit? Because I heard all the fire yes. pits is gone. Yes. It was like, it was all the yes. is gone. And now yes. it's like all the fire pits is we found one, yes. And we did, like, we built this little um, section in our backyard with, like, the rocks and the uh, mulch and all that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just separated it out. And, like, that's our little grown-up. Kids, y'all can run over there. Right. <laughs> but this is our little area where we can, light, light the fire. And, yes, we will roast our s'mores over here. Back up. That's up. <laughs> yes. So, Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, like I said, I don't know what it was. I think it was just me sitting in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, find something safe to do, y'all. Find something. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. It is hard sitting in the house. That's so all. Seeing everybody out and about, I get it. Y'all don't. Y'all getting what do you call it? Cabin fever. Yeah. November, October. Mm-hmm. Been cold here since then. Um, just find something safe to do. We starting to see who the outsiders. Eat. <laughs> we starting to see who the outsiders outsiders are. When people having their little house gatherings and stuff. <laughs> right, right. Y'all 
Y'all better get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Oh, yeah, because okay. if you don't get it together, Kobe gonna get it together for y'all. Oh, I keep yes, saying. They <laughs> yes, they will. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will. Yeah, that was all I have for today, Billy. Did you, girl? Sh- what about the fact that the president got an arrest warrant? How ghetto is what? this country? Like, what the fuck? Somebody put. I, I don't know if it was Iran or Iraq. I'm. I'm I. I don't want to say. You know, the countries are interchangeable. There's an arrest warrant for Trump <laughs> and his. <laughs> <laughs> the people, I'm just saying, I'm, I just want, <laughs> if y'all didn't know, y'all's president has an arrest warrant for the death of, I think, one of those um, officials, those high-ranking officials that was killed in, like, an airstrike a few months ago. And it was, like, right around the time when, like, World War Three was about to happen or whatever. Lord. I should remember that. We forgot about that. We forgot all about World War Three. We forgot about the Australian <laughs> fires. We forgot about all of that. And it was like, what's the oh. name? St- is the what's the name still? What is it called? I should know what it is in Brazil. What forest is that? Oh, the rainforest. Well, the rainforest is on. Yeah, That's is right. It? The rainforest is on fire. <laughs> no, I think they got it under control for right now. You know, so. Um, but yeah, y'all, y'all man's got a, a arrest warrant. So I hope y'all save y'all stimulus check because he might need that money for bail. We ain't a booth in the bell in my jail. I mean, uh, everybody who um probably who don't wear a mask, president, and don't all y'all who don't think wearing a mask is 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 important. Why do people? I'm off topic because, but we just bullshit now. Why do people keep saying, (laughs) "Ah, I have a medical condition. I can't wear a mask," and it's like, so what medical condition is that? (laughs) I was gonna say something, but I ain't even gonna say it. It must be halitosis. Because it's like, it's like, why? That. I mean, it's got to be that. It's like, well, what medical condition is it that you don't, you can't wear a mask? Because, I mean, is it, is it asthma? Because then maybe it, if it's asthma, then maybe you Something shouldn't be outside at all. Not being able to breathe. Right. Then just maybe. go, just stay inside. They just got to lose a few. That's all. <sighs> I don't. It, it be it. It was it was one lady who was who was more slender though too, and she they be throwing tantrums at tra- Trader Joe's. Do have you seen that? They be like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I can't believe this. You're a bunch of pigs. And it's like, girl, because we want you to wear a mask. Like, we all have wear- one on. I told you in Kentucky in um in Cincinnati where we was at. When no, but then nobody have a mask. No, and I'm like, dude, y'all trying to die? Because I'm telling you, when they come back. Or when it reached them, whatever, however you want to look at it, ain't no hot one, no hospital around. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, the beaches is closing in Miami and stuff too. They close it. I, that's got to be one hell. That's got to be one hell of a scene for the beaches in Miami to close, dude. I've been to Miami. I'll be now. I'll be like a few years, and like, damn, I should have tried to go last. Year. last what was that, yeah, three years? it's like. Yeah, three years almost. But imagine Miami with nobody down there. That's crazy. All the boutique hotels, all the beach. I mean, the <laughs> beach used to be packed. It ain't going to be nothing. Live is not going to be live at all. <laughs> that is just, man, that is, that is some wild, wild stuff. And then who else? It was, I think it was Miami, Arizona. Texas, I think. Texas, oh yeah, Texas, Arizona, and Florida. Those are the three states who now mm-hmm. they're running and trying to, you know, get it all back together. Sorry to bring it up, y'all, again, but just it's just important to understand that 
you could pr- try to be the rebel and not do things the the courteous. It's not even about the right way. Just be courteous. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like wearing pants outside is a courtesy. Of course, you don't have to wear pants as long as you have on underwear for the most part. But you should probably wear pants when you go outside. Don't nobody want to see their nobody. Yeah. So no, true <laughs> facts. So, I was gonna say don't nobody want to see Pee Wee. <laughs> right. So right. So we don't want to see that. We don't. We don't want your germs. But you know, some don't nobody want to smell funky kitty. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> but hey. At all. Yeah, but um, thank y'all again for um, rocking with us. It's officially been a year of the Diva and the Nut yes. Nerd podcast. So I'm super, super excited. Um, uh, maybe, maybe we could throw a Zoom party or something. Yeah, we could. So, do that. I had shared um, one of our first episodes, and I had to get down because I was, I was twerking. <laughs> you forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you saw it, you saw it. If you missed it, mm-hmm. you missed it. <laughs> right. No, nah, but um, <sighs> you can catch us on Facebook, the Diva and the Nerd page and group, the Diva and the Nerd podcast. Um, also, shoot us an email, shoot the shit, let us know what's going on if you want to be a guest. Um, Diva and the Nerd um, at gmail.com. And then I am silly dilly eighty eight on Snapchat and dilly darling eighty eight on Instagram. And I'm T underscore if you know me on Instagram, and then Queen T Queen T underscore Diva on Snap. <clears throat> All right, so um, y'all be safe, love each other, love yourself. The Diva and the Nerd podcast. We out. We out.